0: There are a lot of interesting things about our species, but one that really takes the cake is our forever inability to be content, our always desiring more, better, this, that, other grass. Because the grass we have is never good enough. Now, there's some evolutionary reasons for this. Kept our ancestors going out, making sure they were having sex, getting food, surviving, procreating, and because that's what their genes designed them to do. But in the modern world, we don't need that same drive. We have so much of our needs. We have all of our needs met for us. And even if you don't have a ton of money, like a little bit of money, and you can meet all of your needs. That's the beautiful thing about a modern industrialized society. With that come negative byproducts. We have high depression rates, high drug use rates, high death from preventable modern diseases from too much abundance. Diabetes, heart disease, cancer, autoimmune issues related to them, etc. The idea of happiness and how we compare things, this is the big core idea I want you to think about. We do not think objectively about things, especially when it comes to money, success, and happiness. We don't think objectively. What that means is we think everything on a relative basis. Everything is relative. Then you have the idea of hedonic adaptation. So you get something, a new car, new house, whatever. You just move somewhere or even a new boyfriend, girlfriend. You feel great. It's amazing. And then every day that goes by, you become more adapted to that thing. It is therefore less novel in your mind and you thus show less appreciation even if you don't really realize it. You do less appreciate that thing because it's just not really triggering the same excitement that it used to. This is why things are so relative because we adapt to things. Because when we reach a goal, we underestimate how short lived that excitement's gonna be. And then we very quickly convince ourselves, well, that wasn't the thing I really wanted. It was actually something else. So I need to get more, bigger, better. People that have millions and millions of dollars, they could live a peaceful, quiet, happy life, centered around communities, friends, family, doing something, helping people, whatever their, their thing is, they could do that. Never have to work a day in their life, yet still will work 50, 60, 70, 80 hours a week And actually forego friendship and community and friends and family and all the amazing things right in front of them just for the prospect of getting more more what you might ask more money i guess more power more fame more of whatever the hollow pursuit is that when you look at basic economics it's the marginal utility has gone down when you have more money every extra dollar that you get is worth less to you this is the black hole that sucks humans in it's why when you're doing a drug, you almost always end up doing more of that drug because over time you need more of that drug to get you to the same place and then over time that goes even lower and then you try other things and so on. That's why they call it gateway drugs or whatever. Things that are addictive, money, fame, power, anything like that, that is very easy to fall into a black hole pursuit, ignore everything, go after it, which like, there's times for that in life, but you really have to be self-aware to kind of catch yourself from falling too deep into it. That's the kind of core point here and maybe understanding relative versus objective and how you think about these things will help you prevent that, okay? Because this applies to everything. Like I said, relationships, family time, health, food, sex, money, power, fame, all of it. The single hardest thing for modern humans that have, as Maslow identified, all your base needs are met, and now you're going towards self-actualization, which is at the top of the pyramid of your hierarchy of needs, And most people, what they do is they confuse money, fame, or power with self-actualization. And then those things don't fulfill them. And then they go for more because they think more is the answer. And it's the hedonic treadmill. I mean, you could be on a hedonic treadmill. You could be stuck in a rat race as a rich person. Your rat race is just more money or more this or more that. There's no definable metric to which you ever get there. (laughs) So the thing to really think about is, are you thinking about this on a relative basis? Because you're comparing it to either something you have had for a while, somebody you know, maybe you're trying to compete with someone else when really you should only be competing with yourself? Or are you thinking about this objectively? Like, for example, do you want to make a certain amount of money every month? You want passive income so that you can then spend your time however you want. Like for, for me, that's my ultimate goal. That's my first goal. And then from there, I spend my time on passion projects, helping people, doing things that probably won't be for money and it will be more for impact But having to get out of the financial rat race to get there is something that I'm doing, right? And I've still been able to align most of my work with stuff I enjoy, so that's good. Uh, But I still have my own relative rat race and goals and things like that. And the key that I have to remind myself of is to be self-aware. Do I get to that point and then keep going? Do I back off? Like, how do I readjust my life at that point? Do I spend more time at home? Do we move to the country and... Live slower? like, Or am I going to get sucked into more? Because as you make more money and you have more opportunities, more things look enticing. And so you go into them and you do them, et cetera, right? So it's a trap. It's a very dangerous trap that most people fall into. Do you compare your results to other people or even to your past self or your current self? Now think back to when you're 20, 21. And this is what I have to do because I lost a good amount of money recently. I mean, I'd probably break even if I really mapped it out, but we've had some major downturn in the markets and you know everybody's hurting right now. And psychologically, I have to deal with that. Because objectively, my everyday life is exactly the same. Got to get my work done, go to my office, spend time with my kids, spend a lot of time on fitness. Like I don't have to watch my spending enough where like I'm pinching pennies or anything. Like We're still well, well off. And even if I had lost every penny to my name right now, I would still be well-off because I have skills and I have assets that I've built over the years that will help take care of me, et cetera, and I have opportunities. So I had to remind myself of that because this recent downturn economically, what, I, what I'm doing is I'm comparing it to the relative place I was I'm or I'm relatively comparing it to where I was two years ago. And because I feel like I'm behind where I was two years ago or maybe even at the same point, so now I'm like at the same place, that feels like a major step back. And maybe it is a step back. That's fine. That's just life. Up, down, up, down, up, down. Nothing is up all the way. What things in your life are you falling victim to the same relative versus objective valuation? Are you thinking about your life on a relative basis to someone else or where you were or where you think you should be? Even this idea of where you think you should be is just some arbitrary relative thing that is probably based on where you were two years ago, three years ago, four years ago, five years ago, et cetera. Or is it objective? Do you objectively have the things in your life that you need to be happy? Do you have a good relationship? You have family, you have health, you have community, you have meaning, you have things you enjoy, hobbies, whatever. And are you ignoring those things subconsciously because you're so focused on what you think you need to have, which is a relative opinion about where you should be or what you need or whatever. Because I guarantee you, for most of us, objectively, we have everything we'll ever need and then some. That's the core idea. It doesn't mean you're not going to strive for more. It doesn't mean you can't save and invest and grow and aspire to the future and do all those different things. That's me. That's how I'm built. I'm going to keep doing it. But I'm trying to balance it out. And even you could say, hold myself back at times to make sure that I'm also in the moment. I'm not too future oriented. I spend time with my kids. Health is still priority. Sleep's priority, et cetera. Objective versus relative. That's the big idea try to be objective. There is an objective amount of money that you could have to which you're set for life. If you, you know, use it properly and were frugal and you lived a certain lifestyle, etc. There are a lot of people that are already there. Yet, like I said, they still take on stress. They still forego sleep, forego health in the pursuit of more of the thing they already have that is going to bring them less utility and fundamentally, if analyzed from an objective basis, is not actually improving their life and is probably net negative. Some people should actually quit the game entirely because every little extra dollar or power or fame or whatever they get is making them worse off because it's a net objective negative basis. I hope that makes sense. I said those words backwards, I think. If you're not already on the Better Human Newsletter, guy, gotta get over there. I'm sending out a free one every month, sometimes twice a month, and I have the paid every month where I go a little bit longer. For those that appreciate it it'll help you become better a little bit of news a little bit of self help some fun facts quotes things i'm reading etc make sure you subscribe podcast app plus youtube and i appreciate you watching and or listening and i will see you in the next one